Hello, lovelies. I'm continuing on with the audio only podcast for a little bit because my entire house is getting reshuffled. So my um, usual recording setup is just a bit tricky to use at the moment. And I'm keen to keep connecting with you guys. So audio only is just so great, so flexible, and the message gets across. So hopefully you're enjoying this just as much if you were a listener on YouTube or are a listener on YouTube. Anyway, enough of the preamble. Today I'm going to talk about how I got stoned and I saw my ADHD. Now, a bit of a clause at the beginning of this. Obviously, I was stoned, so I'm just sharing my interesting experience and visuals and breakthroughs and insights that I experienced. Um, And perhaps it's a controversial thing to do, a controversial topic. I have had a little bit of a look and apparently marijuana is not fantastic for ADHD. Um, It's not something I do very often and it's something, it was the first time in many, many years, but I just had to share, even though this is controversial, I had to share because I found it so, so, so interesting. And I know that we are moving towards using various um, alternative medicines and psychedelic experiences and plant medicines to have growth and healing and breakthroughs as a society, which is super interesting. And I saw... um, a little video on Instagram today about using um, psilocybin to relearn patterns, Um, not relearn the patterns, but to break the patterns and create new ones. And the man who was talking was saying about how depression can be very, very habitual. And it's all about linking one event to another, to another. So linking event A to outcome B to outcome C and that those patterns can be broken and relearned and taking um, medicines like psilocybin can essentially break those patterns and connections and rewire them in the brain and um, can be useful in um, dismantling belief systems in our brain because everything is a belief Our brain is designed to learn through our experience to create beliefs about the world to help us function within the world and some of them are empowering and some of them are disempowering and this is just what happens especially during the age of zero to seven years and then through any major experiences through life and a lot of that is um, self-image and self-concept as well and um, beliefs about what's possible for us and beliefs about outcomes that may or may not happen in our lives. So that was interesting um, and I'm always interested to hear the science about that and how things progress, even though I personally am not someone who experiments a lot with things like that. I like to, I'm actually pretty much sober most of the time. Um, I haven't drunk alcohol in two years and have barely had any alcohol in about four years and same with any other substances just because of how I manage my ADHD um, 
without medication. So I try and minimize any variables and try and, well, not just try, but I keep myself stable and steady through um, natural management through the four and five pillars. I say four or five pillars in the energy impress method because the fifth one is spirituality and that one's kind of a bonus one that not everyone um, is into. But I suppose if I tie it into self-awareness and personal development, then I think it's definitely an important pillar, number five. So, yes, that's my brief opinions on that and I'll get into the grit of it, I suppose. So I... um, I smoked half a joint and it was way too much for me. So I got absolutely stoned and I do not love it because it can be really, really intense. But what happened during that experience is I saw my ADHD as it was happening. So I was trying to have conversations, hold a conversation and Let's see what started happening first. It's it's going to be a little bit tricky for me to articulate. And I'm not sure exactly what started happening first, but there was a lot of dissociation and um, I think closed-eye hallucinations. I can't remember if my eyes were open or closed. But as a funny side note, it's actually a very similar experience to the one I had when I was giving birth to my first child. I had very full-on hallucinations with that. I was hearing people. I was coming in and out of consciousness. And that's what was happening when I got stoned as well. I was seeing pictures, um, experiencing things, and then I would kind of snap back to reality and to the present. So that was perhaps the first thing that was happening. And then another thing that I experienced during that, and it has happened before, is that I start dissociating or getting distracted, but some part of my brain is hearing the conversation that's happening. And then I notice that I'm not paying attention. And then my brain kind of rewinds and listens to what they said on hyperspeed. And then I'm all caught up and then I can respond. And I think the reason I could start to see these ADHD traits happening is because my brain slowed down and time slowed down and one hour was passing so slowly and I had this extra level of self-awareness through these pictures and hallucinations that I was experiencing. So that was the first one was this auditory experience of catching up on what someone has said after they had said it. And then we also had multiple conversations going at once. And at a few points, it was too much. And I had to tell the other person to just stop talking. So my brain could stop and process and catch up on all the things we just said and grasp the thoughts that were coming up in my head as a response. So I was I was having a normal response as you would um, when someone is talking, but they were slipping away from me like slippery snakes. 
And I just needed a moment to kind of grasp them and pull them back and remember what I was going to say. And then say the several thoughts that I potentially had at once, just so I could catch up and resolve the conversations that were going on and try and get back to having only one conversation. Then another thing that was happening was I was interrupting a current conversation even either because I was distracted or because I was going back to an old conversation. And then I would remember that I interrupted and we didn't resolve that conversation. And then I would go back to that other conversation and it was like I went back in time. And now I'm told that, you know, a lot of these experiences are about being stoned, but I do think that they had insights for the ADHD as well. And I'm going to share more things that were happening But these are things that kind of happen in my everyday life, but on a more conceptual level, whereas in this experience, I felt like my whole body was traveling through time and all my focus was going between one conversation to the other conversation. And I was entirely distracted, I think, because of that brain slowing down, um, it wasn't processing quite as quickly and it wasn't managing quite as well with the multiple thoughts. And then I started having experiences similar to like the movie Inside Out where there's other movies I've seen as well. I watched an indie film a long time ago where the man was inside his brain kind of controlling what he saw and how he responded to his life. Um, But you can visualise anything like that where – I was inside my brain and in my daily life I am so up in my head a lot of the time and that's why I try to make sure I exercise and get into my body um, by being present and having sensory experiences that bring me to the present moment. But while I was stoned, being up in my head meant that I, I kind of noticed how not present I was because I was transported fully into um, this hallucination essentially where I was inside my brain and I was watching a screen of the present moment of everything that was happening but sometimes my focus would go onto um, this next screen the screen that was watching that screen which was my thoughts and responses and awareness of my experience and then we would take it another step back and there would be this psychologist psychoanalyzing those responses writing down notes on a notepad and having thoughts and opinions about my responses so I had these three levels of awareness going on in my brain and I would switch between them and then I would come back into full consciousness, into the present moment. And that would be that conscious awareness that had become aware even of the psychologist and was pulling back out of that um, psychoanalysis, over that, out of that self-analysis and just being in the present moment without all those additional thoughts and analysis about it. So that was an interesting experience and then I'd open my eyes and and snap back to the present and stop dissociating. And as I mentioned before, it was a full embodied experience. Like I was traveling um, 
elsewhere to these different awarenesses. Whereas usually in my normal functioning life, it's just happening up in my brain. But it it was very interesting to to experience and fully understand and conceptualize just how much is going on in my brain usually and how disconnected and distracted I can get and um, and those different levels of the awareness, the present moment, then the responses, then the psychologist. And if you pull back from all of that, you can just be in the present without um, without all of that without all of those thoughts being stuck up in your head. Um, so that was very interesting. And then at other times I would have up to three thoughts going on at once. So there would be the big screen in front of me of the present moment and the things that were happening. And then there would be three old school, like 90s box TVs, um, just sitting on the floor in my brain in front of the big screen which was kind of like a projector, like further away, Um, you know, like in a cinema, the screen's further away from you. But these three little screens that were close to me, um, they were flickering in and out of, um, of focus. So there was a main television in the middle um, that I tended to focus on the most, but there was these other thoughts that were popping up and sometimes they were just faint and fuzzy or, um, you know, static, like televisions used to have the static sort of um, uh, fuzzy ant images or uh, like when a VCR tape is broken and the image is kind of um, horizontally broken. Uh, so they would be going in and out of focus and, it was kind of dizzying and I was trying to grasp onto them and, and work out what these other thoughts were having were that what these other thoughts were that I was having that were to the side of the um, original conversation, but were still going, con- going on concurrently in my brain. And then sometimes they could all three come into focus. And that's where, you know, in my daily life, I have several trains of thought that I want to share with someone at once. But this particular visual I found really interesting because it was a metaphor for how I experience my thoughts in daily life and um, how sometimes they kind of pop in and out. Um, And when I was first really learning about ADHD, um, when I first started to think, well, you know, actually I could have ADHD. It's not just losing your keys or being disorganized. Um, I wondered about the racing thoughts because I never felt like I had racing thoughts. I know that sometimes I have racing conversations with people and they're absolutely very, 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 very full on um, sharing ideas and, and concepts very quickly and a lot at once. But my thoughts, I didn't think were racing. And then one day I thought, well, how would I know if my thoughts are racing? If that's just my normal thought speed, how would I know if they're racing thoughts? Um, and then someone explained to me that with ADHD, it's not necessarily racing thoughts, but you can also have like popcorn thoughts. Um, and I definitely experience that there is a lot going on in my brain at all times. Um, you know, the classic ADHD meme, I guess, where there's like a song running in the background of your brain, um, 
and things like that and having those multiple thoughts pop up, multiple responses to something that's happening or focusing on something, on a situation and the present moment. But then there's just, you know, random, the most random thoughts that pop up. So this was a little metaphor of that. And it kind of showed me that no wonder I, no wonder life's a little bit tiring um, when so much is going on in my brain. Um, you know, the what I said before about being up in my head a lot, all that analysis that's happening, uh, which I do find really interesting, but it, it is a lot. And the popcorning thoughts and things like that. And I like to recognize and remind other ADHDers that the brain uses a lot of energy. It uses a lot of energy and um, our brains, particularly if you think about how much work they're doing, um, how they're kind of running on high all the time. No wonder it's a little bit tiring being neurodiverse. Um, We know that simple things can be more difficult, but I think even just acknowledging that being alive um, can be more difficult and doing nothing for us can be more difficult. And I see people being so hard on themselves and thinking, oh, you know, I should be doing more. I should be achieving more. But you have less spoons than other people. If you know about spoon theory, spoon theory is the theory that, you know, um, a healthy neurotypical individual with no disabilities wakes up every morning with the right amount of spoons to fulfill any tasks they want to do throughout the day. They can fulfill their work. They can um, go and do leisure activities without really thinking about it. They just always have the energy um, and their mental space to do that. But if an individual is unwell, if they have disabilities, if they're neurodiverse, they will have less spoons, less energy to do basic things. And so we need to be a lot more choosy of what we do. And um, it that means we need to prioritize the things that are really important as well, which obviously can be difficult with ADHD. Um, and it's also why I I teach the five pillars, the five energy impress um, pillars, because firstly, things like exercise and looking after yourself can increase the amount of spoons you have, but also you can learn how to avoid decreasing the amount of spoons as well. And I love to teach strategies and hacks and really simple shifts so that you don't need to make big dramatic changes or do a lot of hard work and effort and willpower, but you actually do less or work smarter, not harder. um, So you can have those more spoons so you can function well in everyday life and actually enjoy your life more and do the things that you want to do and not be just trying to push through and do things with pure willpower because that does not work. So I think that was most of what I wanted to say um, about that experience, about, you know, I was seeing the multiple thoughts happening. I was seeing the getting distracted. I was seeing the catching up on what someone was saying after they were saying it. 
um, the getting distracted and going back to what was happening before the having multiple thoughts and the popcorn thoughts, um, the thoughts being slippery and slipping away and just the general amount of action that is happening in my brain at any given moment and uh, for you guys to recognize that as well and be really kind to yourself and um, recognize these patterns that might be happening within your brain. Um, they're pretty intense, especially when they are intensified or slowed down. So just the amount of functioning that you do on the everyday level and the ways that we cope with and manage and empower our brains is pretty damn incredible. So that's what I had to share with you today, just those funny little experiences that I had. And I will be back next week with a podcast on a topic that I haven't chosen yet. And if you have any ideas, I'm always open to hearing them. You can find me at marley.darling on um, Instagram or TikTok and send me a message and let me know. Um, the episode I did on manifestation and ADHD was a really popular episode. And if you guys are interested, I'd love to talk more about that kind of stuff with you and answer any questions about that sort of thing. Um, so if you have any particular things you want me to cover, just let me know. And other than that, I'm sure something will pop up over the week that I am keen to talk to you about. So I will talk to you then. Have an excellent week and look after yourself and give yourself some love and compassion because you absolutely deserve it and you are doing an amazing job just being your beautiful, wonderful self. Bye. <laughs>